staying on top of nutrition, staying on top of anti-inflammatory foods, sleeping well, eating well, and you, your body heals quicker, even to the extent of the medical profession being like, uh, I don't think it could have healed that quickly, but it did. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Hey, hey, good morning, everyone. I wanted to talk about listening to your body. <laughs> As most of you probably know or have guessed that we often talk about the things that we're going through in life. So that's why, or a lot of times when we're doing something with the fitness family, if we get a lot of questions in about something in particular, that means a lot of people are going through whatever issue it is. So I thought, why not talk about listening to your body? It's an important subject. And I feel like more of us can listen to our body. So that's what we're going to talk about today. It's kind of crazy. And you know, I was, I was actually just reading this article about how, of, like many of us know that depression rates are up and anxiety, mental health is a major issue right now. And it's not just, and I, don't, I feel like I, it's not just because of the economic situation right now, but also what I was reading was because of you know, like when we get excited about something, you have different chemical reactions, like you have endorphins flowing through your body. So, you know, like people are actually addicted to likes <laughs> and and we check for likes and like, well, I wonder how many people like my post or commented or shared. It, it's definitely is very apparent in the business world for sure, because we post and we're like, oh, the more we post or um, we should have more of an outreach and then the more of an outreach, maybe we can get more sales. And then if we have more sales, we can feed ourselves. So it's, it's relevant and you know, it's relevant. I'm not saying anyone is at fault for this. And I think it's, it's not just business when we post, we want to see reactions, but we actually get obsessive over the, how do you say we get obsessive over the feedback when you put something up, people actually check like, Oh, I wonder how many comments and I've actually witnessed this. I wonder how many left, but those are, that's like a chemical reaction in our body. It's our brain. It's actually giving us, it gives us uh, that it gives us a sense of belonging almost like when we put something out to our community and people like and respond, I suppose, more than anything, it gives us a, a feeling of belonging and of acceptance. So the article I was reading was saying that out it's not just the economic situation that's going on everywhere in the world. It's also how we're responding and how we're reacting to different things in the world. So we want instant gratification. We want in, like gratification. We want instant support. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I can understand each one of these. And we, 
we have the same feelings in, in, in some regards or same reactions, but I really try hard not to, to pay attention to that social media stuff or like people like, well, how many downloads does your podcast get? I'm like, I don't know. I don't look at that anymore. And you know, how many views your videos get? I don't like, I browse through them for the only purpose of, don't get me wrong. I do appreciate when we get more um, views and such, but but for the only purpose of, oh, does this video work or are people watching this type of video or that type of video? Not so much, not so much that gratification of, oh, they're appreciating. Sometimes I just wrote, I, I wrote a really nice post on the, this true form page. And it's, and it's just a, a lot of, you have to pay attention to algorithms as well. And on the, on business pages, people don't see them as much as personal pages or in groups anymore. So I put a really nice post up about, showing appreciation to your friends and family and people that you that you love and, and it was a really good post and it only got a handful of, of views or likes or responses and i was okay with that i said to myself you know what that was a really good write-up i can't control anything else other than putting that out there for our community to see if they appreciate it so i think we could do a better job of that as a whole but what i'm what i'm trying to express here is that our senses of appreciation have been dulled and it was like i said it was this article i was reading it was it was very profound or extraordinary it was it was very interesting to me that like wow because you know what it, it's never it's never enough and we know that as a society we don't have a big enough house we don't have a nice enough car we don't have enough money in the bank and whatever it is these are all materialistic types of things but when you know the the more you achieve i suppose or the more you gain the less that excites you and we like we know that ourselves is that you get excited like i'm fortunate to have a, a couple new cars we're on our second new vehicle and don't get me wrong like i enjoy driving it i really do and i feel safe driving it i also feel safe like when when dorothy drives when i know i'm not around i know she has a safe vehicle but it's not entirely necessary. Like those are extra luxuries that we appreciate. But after you're, you're driving a new vehicle for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, you start to lose that appreciation. It's the same thing at the beach. Like I, I spend uh, an extended period of time at the beach. So it could be anywhere from two, two or three months. But the longer you're there, the less you appreciate all the little things. You appreciate the green grass or you appreciate no mosquitoes or you appreciate or you don't so much appreciate every single sunset and that's just from my own personal experience but as soon as i get there i'm like and you you notice all these little things i'm fortunate to be go, able to go back back and forth but you notice these little things like oh my gosh there's hummingbirds in the backyard well in alberta we don't have hummingbirds or i don't see them very often in la i see them every day and then I did it, actually I sent it to Sean. It was really cool butterfly that was floating around. And I did a video of it. It was just random, didn't plan it. And interesting enough is that that video got thousands of views and we could sit down and get lights and cameras, like expensive cameras and lights and do a really nice video that would take a long time. And that may get a few hundred views. And I was following this, following this butterfly around and it got thousands. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying here is that, you know, you can't, your, what your ex, our expectations of what you expect, those, the article I was reading was saying those dull our senses. So 
when people you ex, ex people expect people to answer right away well the more quicker that they answer the less you start to appreciate that and now it's just an expectation of like if you want something immediately if you don't get it we have to our our expectations or i suppose we're not so excited you know when you get new things but if you always get new things you stop getting excited like some of us know and i follow in, i fall into it myself once in a while too is that when you buy things we, we like things like we like to buy things if it's new to us it's we appreciate it but some people actually try to fill a void by you know shopaholics or people that are actually addicted to shopping because it's you get your it's a different form of gratification it's even a, a different form of acceptance is that when we buy things we get a rush of endorphins it's like when someone sends you a message like these are crazy like phones how addicted we are to phones i, I don't know like i hope that at some point in our life and at some point in society we'll be able to take a step back and be like wow look at what phones have done to us like this phone being on is record it, it's recording like there's apps on this phone and all of our phones that record us and we know what that's like because when you talk about something then then like the products will start popping up in our news feeds it's insane right when you're having a conversation with someone and your phone dings you stop your conversation and you go to your phone like it's insane to me and don't get me wrong i've been in the same boat myself and i'm very conscious of it and I try to stay away from that. And I try to be conscious of that and stay away from it. But I've, I, you see it at all ages now. Before you saw it with, high, like, not high school, but we saw it at, call, at the college level. And then it went to, like, kids. The more kids that had phones, the more addicted they are to it. And now it's, like, of all ages, our grandparents. Like, I'm having, I have conversations with some family members. And they'll just, you'll be talking to them. The phone dings and they'll stop and they'll go over to the phone it's like we're programmed robots it's absolutely madness it really is but we don't see that like we don't see that from the outside of how addicted we are but what i'm saying here is it's that gratification it's that belonging like oh someone wants to talk to me or someone wants my attention or you get a a message and you notice my all my notifications are off on my phone but if you get a notification you're like oh my god like we are looking for that acceptance and that appreciation and I, and I really feel like it's like a chemical in our brain that's like in like your endorphins but what I'm saying is is that the more that happens the less reactive we are so our senses actually become dull and we stop getting excited and then the little things in life like those hummingbirds and that green grass they stop to be they stop being exciting and interesting and we don't stop and smell flowers literally and we don't do those those little things that make us exciting and we need bigger things like i gotta get a bigger house and you know i had a conversation with someone recently and they felt they needed a big a big house and, and you might be in here that we've been talking to that that we've had this conversation but we i thought well why do you need that big house you may be able to get by or enjoy a small house and you don't need that but it's just what we think it's just normal and natural to be like maybe we need a bit more in our lives but but then we relate that more to happiness and it doesn't happen like that more doesn't equal happiness you know what i thought was interesting is that elon, most of us know who elon musk is he's the guy who he put electronic technology into vehicles 
Like if you actually think about how crazy that sounds 50 years ago, I don't know how long Tesla has been around for, but you think about that a hundred years ago for sure. And people would never, our moods, it's, it seems to be harder to get excited. So our moods are continually being pressed down because we're always looking for like bigger and larger and we got to get those endorphins flowing. And it seems like a less and less are getting us excited. So we have to appreciate the little things and we have to understand <clears throat> larger or more doesn't mean more happiness. What I wanted to mention was that Elon Musk, billionaire, he's selling all his homes because he's like, he's got homes all over the world. And he's like, I don't really use them not all that interesting. I don't get enough out of them. Someone else could appreciate them. And he's like, and most of my time is being spent trying to get people to Mars. <laughs> That's what he said. Like crazy. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Not crazy, but like incredibly, you know, like someone like that. He said he could build, he would, he would build, he was thinking about building his own house. Like, you know, like something from a movie, something from a sci-fi movie, which he could do. But he said, so I thought it was more important to society to try to get people to Mars more than spending years on this most amazing house that he's probably not going to spend a whole lot of time in anyways. <laughs> but, the th that's, but the thing is for us, we're like, we have to have a big house. We have to have more things. And then you have someone who's a billionaire that appreciates that knows what it's like to have all these things, like all these possessions. And he's like, meh, he's selling all his houses and he's renting. He's like, ah, oh, I'm just going to go rent wherever I want. If I want to move there for a month, if I want to move there for a couple of years, I'll rent. And then when I'm done, I don't have a bunch of stuff I need to sell or move. Like it makes so much sense. But to us, regular people that aren't trying to get people on the moon or on Mars, <laughs> we're like, we need to have more. More is going to make me happier, but it's not going to make us happier. You know, what's interesting is that, uh, that, that like having that healthy lifestyle definitely helps healing, helps heal inflammation, helps heal pain. Um, I was, I tell this story once in a while, I was in Australia and I actually, I was playing baseball in Australia and I actually dove in the outfield and it was wet and sticky and I ended up, my gloves stuck into the ground. It completely folded in half. My body landed on my hand and I like, I was in excruciating pain for a long time. And you know, the pain was excruciating and I put like, I put, we were in the playoffs and if. And if those of you that know me know that I wasn't sitting out, there's nothing that was going to prevent me from playing. And um, my hand was like a balloon. I could barely get my hand in my glove, literally. So I had so I had my hand like all taped up. I was trying to like stuff it in my glove and play. And it was throbbing. And um, I, I actually used Arnica. I don't know if you guys have heard. I like coated my hand in arnica my hand was like i just have pictures of it it's literally a balloon i it was only a few weeks later it was a very short time and i went to get i came back to, the season was over i came back to canada and i got x-rays and i was like my hand that's like you know it's it's been sore i thought i broke it i don't know what happened to it they did x-rays and they looked and they're like well it was broken but i don't think it was broken a few weeks ago so they brought another nurse over and they're looking at it and they're like, well, your, your finger, my finger was definitely broken. My finger was huge. I, I could actually get hardly get one finger when you put your hand in a glove, like in a baseball glove, 
um, you have different finger holes. So I used to put two fingers in one in one of the end ones and end of the one finger slots and then the other two. So it looked like this. That's why my, I've been doing it for years, 20 years probably. That's why my hand can easily go like this. I don't even think about it. That's what my hand looks like. Like when I open up my hand, <laughs> isn't that funny? You know, it's something else funny that you might not love, love, but my, my toes from being in cleats, <laughs> my toes have been in cleats for years, but my toes are like a little scrunch. <laughs> That's funny. But, um, so I, I always put my hand like this, but this finger was so swollen. It couldn't fit in that, that same end one in, in the bottom in the pinky one. So I had to put that one in the, in its own. Anyways, what I was, what I was saying was they brought over a doctor and the doctor looked and he's like looking at these x-rays and the nurses are looking at these x-rays and like, well, your hand, your hand, your finger was broken. Your hand was definitely sprained or swollen. I showed them pictures and they, um, but they're like, it shouldn't have been healed this quick. Like that shouldn't have been a few weeks ago. And I was like, well, I'm telling you it was a few weeks. So anyways, it's kind of a really cool story. Like, but that's, that's the healthy that lifestyle I lived. It was the, uh, like staying on top of nutrition, staying on top of anti-inflammatory foods, sleeping well, eating well, and you hear body heals quicker, even to the extent of the medical profession being like, uh, I don't think it could have healed that quickly, but it did. There's something called retargeting. So if someone goes to your website and you have like a retargeting code on your website, we used to have this and they took it off. I thought it was like a bit invasive and I didn't know how much people appreciate it. I didn't don't appreciate it as a consumer. So if you go to our website in the past and then you go back to your newsfeed or if you're scrolling different websites and, and they have paid ads, it could be blank and it will feed, it will show up on it's they're what are they called um i forget what they're called not trackers or spiders i don't know what the word is anyways it tracks where you've been and then if you go back to facebook for example and i have a paid ad that will show up to the websites you've been in been to it's crazy but that's not even but that's i think that's more understandable if you've been to a website but this here that we were talking about with violet if you're having a conversation, if you're talking about uh, going to the mountains, your phone will start popping up ads of hotels in the mountains. It's it's crazy. It should be illegal in my in my opinion, but there's a lot of things that should be illegal in my opinion, <laughs> especially in today's day and age, which we're not going to get into. But it is absolutely insane what they can do with your phones. I I would highly recommend turning your phone off. If you're like, if I'm having a conversation, like if I'm, when I was having a personal conversation, when I did one-on-one -on -one coaching online, I would always turn my phone off. But if you're having a personal conversation, like we all have personal conversations with our spouse or kids or loved ones, I don't, you don't know what they're doing. Like, it's crazy. Like I would turn, turn your phones off. You don't know who's listening. <laughs> they can actually see, like if you, those of you that have little, I know this sound like, people like I feel a bit crazy when people are like, or people think you're crazy when you talk about these things, but it's real. Like it's actually happening. If on your video camera, if you don't cover that, people can see you. And that, like most of us aren't doing anything but sitting there typing. But if you're sitting there and you're having, a, maybe you're having a conversation with a friend that can be recorded or someone can see you if that's open on your video, it's, it's insane what they can do.
Um, Facebook is Facebook's tough. Like it really is like business wise. Um, we share most of our stuff in, in groups now. And, and, I, and I don't even know like Facebook on our business page. It's, it's a constant struggle with me. Like, is it worth continuing to post? We still post on our business page regularly every day, but the response is so minimal. It's, it's hard to figure out if like, it's hard to figure out if it's worth it. It's like, if anyone, is anyone seeing it or do we put more time and effort? Like when I write, I write for myself, to be honest with you. And I write to release emotions and to share my perspective. You know, it's crazy. This is interesting. I know that we're getting a bit off topic. Not like we really have a topic Friday morning lives, but you know, what's crazy to me is that. So one of the things I want to talk about with taking care of your body is our stress levels, but most of us know, and I hear all types of people being like, Oh, I took a break from social media. I'm not being on social media right now. Like there's so much, everyone has different perspectives, different ideas, but it's so interesting to me that so there's two things when I feel like everyone should be able to share their perspective and share your opinion. It's called freedom of speech. It's a bit bizarre to me right now that that's, there's been some talk about that being suppressed or not having that ability at all anymore. Again, some type of, it's a political angle that I don't really want to discuss right now, but I feel like we should all be able to share our opinions. The thing is, so given that we can, at least right now, share our opinions, there's two things that are uh, things that I want to bring up a bit mind boggling to me is that I feel like if a lot of, if you share your opinion and someone doesn't agree with it, that person feels like they have to engage in a post. Like it's almost like morally we ha like, I have to share my opinion that goes against their opinion. So that's a bit bizarre to me is that because of my second point and my second point is that, and stay with me here and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll circle back around why this is detrimental to our health and listening to our body is that so if we can share our opinion, which we can now, and you disagree with your post, you with someone else's perspective, you don't have to engage. And we see that so much right now. And it's really difficult to not get involved in it and be like, oh my gosh. And I, I try really hard not to get involved, but sometimes I still read and I'm like, why are, you know, why is that happening? Like it's so much you know, there's so much animosity in the world right now. So one of my points right now is that you don't have to engage if you don't want to. And then the other person, the other side is, is that if someone engages and you don't want their opinion, they can be blocked or restricted or removed. Right. <laughs> it's, it's crazy to me to think that people think they have to engage and let's say they do because they do, but then you can, not reply or respond back. You can block, restrict, or remove them from your, it's your page. You do what you want with it. And you can say, I feel like you should you can say what you want and do what you want, regardless of how crazy anyone thinks your opinion is. So, but what I'm saying here is that so many people right now are dealing with, I actually did a really good interview the other day. He was a, a doctor, he had a doctor, he's a researcher, and he said that our stress levels go up the more time we spend on social media. This is a bit ironic right now because I'm on social media, <laughs> but I'm trying to improve your health and I'm trying to improve your mental health right now and help you understand. So the more time we spend on social media, the more our stress level raises. But, but that is magnified right now because of so many controversial topics. So a couple things that I would recommend is that not engaging 
if that's something you disagree with. You don't have to engage. That's only going to raise your stress levels. And I'm not saying don't share your opinion and don't exercise your right for freedom of speech. All I'm saying is that you don't have to engage and probably shouldn't in most cases because that's going to increase your stress level. And then if people are bombarding your pages, you can remove them from your pages. It's quite easy. <laughs> so there's a couple of things that I want to share that will help reduce your stress levels, especially when it comes to mental health. We, when our ex, our expect, it seems like our expectations continue to increase. Like we want more, we want more. And if it comes quickly, then next time we want it faster. And when someone it's the same thing, like when I'm like, if I'm having a business, like business emails, for example, and someone messages me and I feel like everyone's on the same, on the same level here, but maybe not. But if someone messages me right away, then I expect them to message right away. Do you know what I mean? It's the same thing with text messages. When you send a text message, most people expect you to answer right away. And I just feel like that no longer becomes appreciative. It becomes an expectation. And then you're, when your expectations increase, and let's just say in this case, someone gets busy and they don't answer you right away. Your expectations are up here. Your expectations, we are, our expectations aren't met. Then there's disappointment. And then when disappointment comes, we get unsatisfied and then we we're, then we get angry and then you see people leaving negative reviews <laughs> but you know what you know what's interesting is that like at least at a business perspective you could do everything you can to meet deadlines like always meet deadlines meet deadline 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 let's say it's a year you meet your deadlines and one time you slip up or one time you get too busy and you miss the deadline then that customer is like instantly infuriate infuriate that's a tough word, infuriated, angry, upset, you may lose a customer from that one time, even though you've done such a good job for a long time. And that's not just on my perspective. We had this conversation with a business, uh, with a restaurant business owner just the other day. And it was like, they, you know, do the best they can to, um, even with, well, let's not get into that, but they do the best they can with everything that's going on and they're able to, to serve and, quality food and on time. And then one time the customer doesn't get what they want. Then they go and complain to the owner or they go on social media and they vent. So all I'm saying is, is that there's very small room for error. There's a small margin of error because of our expectations are so high. That's all I'm saying with that. That's just, it's just a small mental health hack. Like, and like I said, we had, I had this conversation with in my exploring mind and body but he was just talking about the research that he found through stress levels increasing. And you don't have to engage if you don't want to, you don't have to continually, you don't have to continually increase your stress levels, which negatively affects your mental health, especially with everything's going on here. And I, and I feel like that's, that um, portrays the people as well that want to get away from social media. Like you don't have to get away from social media. If you don't want to, you just stop looking at the things that you don't want to look at, which is challenging without question, but it can be done. We should be able to live how we want to live and make our own choices, I feel. But a lot of people feel like other people should be doing what they're doing, regardless of their beliefs, research, mindset, how they live. So those expectations have now become demands. And I feel like there's more separation in the world, which is which is challenging. So I think if everyone respected everyone's decisions, we would be in a better place. 
But then I know there's another, there's a whole nother perspective that says something entirely different. If you're, if you're going to do it with an expectation, then don't do it. And if you're going to do it and, and get, it's the same thing when I was talking about writing on, writing on Facebook is like, don't let that ruin your experience. If you want to write, you write. And if you want to, it's like, we have a couple artists that I just mentioned. If you want to do your paint, do your paintings for yourself and people buy it. Great. Have no expectations. That will set you up for more success. All right, everyone, have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining. And we will catch up with you soon. Take care for now. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge, Tabata challenge, whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.